As a nurse, we experience the full spectrum of emotion, joy, suffering, exhilaration, pride. Each episode, we'll be exploring these emotions in a way we hope you find interesting and sometimes humorous. Welcome to the Bedside Report. I'm Michael. And I'm Daria. And welcome to this edition of Bedside Report. Very excited to be back with you. I hope you all have been checking out our previous episodes um, and look forward to bringing you even more. Today, we really have an awesome, wonderful, unbelievable guest with us, Kathy Haddix-Hill, who's our Vice President of Trauma and Emergency Services. Really wanted you all to um, get to meet her and hear about all of the tremendous things that she does with her team um, across our footprint. Um, nurses that really, I mean, emergency services, it's kind of that entryway into healthcare um, for our patients, uh, for many of our patients who are critically ill or, or sick, and so I'm excited to hear from her today. And I bet, Kathy, you've seen it all in the ED, so welcome to <laughs> Bedside Report. Um, let's start out by just telling us a little bit about yourself professionally and personally. Thank you, Derry and Michael. I'm excited to be here with you today. So yes, let me say I have seen it all in the ED. Um, you know, I started my nursing journey over 30 years ago. Wow, 30 years, you know. <laughs> time flies when you're having fun, what can I say? I did start my career, like most nurses do, on a med surge unit uh -huh. on night shift. Uh -huh. Obviously, that's, that's what's available when you get out of nursing school. Uh, from there, I became a nursing supervisor, again, on night shift in a small community hospital in West Virginia. While I was doing that job, I had a tendency to gravitate to the emergency department and realized I loved ED. I did eventually join that ED team. So from there, I've worked in many facets of emergency nursing from small hospitals, community hospitals, uh, as a frontline nurse to a leader. I've worked in large tertiary care centers, adult centers, pediatric-only facilities. Uh, also for-profit and not-for-profit hospitals. So the other thing I wanted to share is I've also been a nurse in the military. I was okay. a reservist uh, for 17 years and actually was activated during uh, Operation Enduring Freedom and spent a wonderful year at Fort Bragg in North Carolina. In the military, I got to train nurses, medics, and also taught combat lifesaver courses to all of the soldiers that were going overseas to war. So that was pretty exciting. Personally, I'm married. My husband and I have four grown children and five grandchildren, and we have two dogs now, which are our babies. Right. Awesome, and thank you for your service. Yeah. I'm sure that was a pretty incredible experience. It was, and there's some wonderful stories that I'll have to tell you on another podcast. Yeah, we'll have to have a Those That Have Served podcast. Yeah, cool. I, I, I see it. that in the future. You know, I did pediatric critical care, which is really narrow and, you know, very deep in terms of knowledge, but very focused in an emergency room. I mean, you got to know so much about so many different things because it's not just a pediatric patient or adult patient. And so, you know, ED nurses have to really understand and, and, and are just so unbelievably smart with all the things they have to keep in their head when taking care. So, so why did you go into emergency nursing? Well, like I said, I loved emergency nursing. I thought it, I loved the fast pace, uh, the unexpectedness of what's going to happen. You never know what's going to walk through the door. But I want to get back to something that you said earlier, Michael. You said nurses were smart, ER nurses. And let me tell you, that to be an ER nurse, it takes an incredible amount of skill and training. First, because like you said, they are caring from neonates to geriatrics. 
uh, that whole realm. They also care from anybody with minor injuries, cuts, abrasions, to life-threatening injuries, uh, heart attacks, strokes, psychiatric emergencies, uh, things that you wouldn't even expect can walk in an emergency department door. There's also a wide role of nurses, for nurses in emergency departments, like triage, trauma, a fast track room, uh, even flight nurse, psychiatric nurse, pediatric nurses, we just said. ER nurses tend to work with disaster preparedness and they work a lot in the community with education and they're also public safety advocates, such as for um, safety belts, child, child uh, seats in the back of a car. Uh, so the one thing I do like to say about emergency nursing is I think it's a specialty like no other nursing. Uh, because nurses, emergency nurses see patients when they come in at the worst moment in their life. Uh, most of those visits are not planned. And the first person they see is an ER nurse. And, you know, ER nurses, I do believe the ER nurse is the front door to the hospital. Because of that, I think an emergency nurse is one of the most critical roles in a hospital. And let me just say to some people, it might seem that an ER nurse or that the ED has a lot of sirens and ambulances, flashing lights. And it does appear chaotic at times. But what I will say is ER nurses make a special connection with their patients and their families that you're not gonna find anywhere else in healthcare. It truly takes um, a special nurse. And I know where, where I sit in clinical education, it doesn't matter what the initiative is. Uh, the question is, will this impact the ED? And almost always it does because of all the different types of patients that you get. And you even get borders, patients that Absolutely. stay in the ED that have been admitted that we, we don't have up on the unit yet. And so you're transitioning them into an inpatient status as well. So a, a tremendous amount of knowledge that those nurses have. Um, but I can also imagine that uh, working in the emergency setting that emergency nurses have to be quite innovative <laughs> that they have to try to solve problems and solve them on the fly so you got an example for us of, of a colleague that got real creative well I will say most recently with COVID uh, our ER nurses got very creative in how they number one screen patients outside the ER doors you know we they had to on the spur of the moment put up hard shell tents outside the doors create a flow to get those patients into the department, even setting up a soft shell tent outside for a waiting room, which we've never done in the past. You know, as I said, it, it's a, the ER is unexpected, uh, fast paced, and, and those nurses have to remain calm and collected in all of any emergency situation. Yep. Yeah, no, Great examples. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely, truly in awe of them. and. And just all the things, like I said, that they have to deal with on a given day and in a given hour. I mean, you know, one hour, you know, beginning of the hour, you could be doing this and the end of the hour, you'd be treating something completely different. And so just the, the you know, flexibility and the resiliency that they have to demonstrate on a day to day basis is truly um, unbelievable. And I'm sure the pandemic probably just adds to um that and so just you know curious what it's like to be in the ed and how the ed nurses are uh, are, are coping with the challenges of the pandemic and different things that we've done to to support them during this time yeah with, with you know with covid there no longer is your typical day in the ed not that there is a typical day in an ed because everything's unexpected but now we're functioning in two different worlds our nurses in the ed have to be able to take care of covid patients and then they have to take care of the non-COVID patients. So they have the mix in the ED. 
I think the big one of the biggest things that has changed for our nurses is, you know, they have to uh, wear PPE, uh, personal protective equipment, to minimize their exposure to the virus. And because of that, you know, they can no longer hug patients or oh. pat them on the mm -hmm. back. Uh, you know, while we do a lot of facilitating with medications and procedures and science-based interventions, we still like that human touch, that human connection. And that makes it hard for nurses in COVID because, you know, the, the PPE is cumbersome. Uh, it's hot mm -hmm. for them and they have to move slower in it. It takes extra time and sometimes extra team members just to help them get a procedure or a task completed. And along with that, you know, many of our patients that have COVID uh, can't always carry on a full conversation. And we don't want them to do that and waste their energy. So many times now we're resorting to just a yes and no answer through our mask with the patient. And sometimes it's a thumbs up or a thumbs down. So that, that's hard, the communication piece for our nurses. Yeah, you know, lots of challenges. I think the pandemic's created you know, a lot of things that we've had to think differently about and tackle and approach differently during this time for sure. Are the nurses doing okay? I mean, how are they coping? Yeah, you know, our nurses are resilient. Yeah. We, we have a good team. ER nurses are part of the team. You know, they have the physician and the paramedics and the CNAs and the MURs, and they truly do function like their own little town. They, they, they are a team. They lean a lot on each other for support. You know, at Novant, we do have the code lavender. Uh, we can do a critical incident stress debriefing if, if it's really critical and bad. Uh, EAP is there for us. But I think mostly they, they lean on each other, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah, I can see that. All right, we're, we're gonna just switch gears a little bit. Um, as one of our senior leaders for the company, we wanna kinda know a little bit more about Kathy. So we have a few questions that we're gonna uh -oh. ask you. We ask all of our guests these same questions. So um, first question is when you're not working, and I, and I know you have a super important, super stressful job, so what do you do when you're not working that helps you kind of decompress? Reading. I enjoy uh -huh. reading a lot, and I'm. And I love to read non. I love to read fiction books. Uh -huh. uh, you know, I read medical stuff at work. When I go home, I want to read fiction. Um, I also enjoy spending a lot of time with my husband. Mm -hmm. Our two dogs that I talked about. One's a Great Pyrenees, and the other is a Golden Retriever. They're both rescues, and the one requires a lot of energy. So big spend, dogs, too. <laughs> both big dogs, yes. We love them. and So we spend a lot of time with them. We enjoy our grandchildren when we get to see them. Um, awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. I think something else we like to ask folks is, um, you know, what is a moment in nursing you'll never forget? You know, is there something that happened in your career or along your journey, something that you'll never forget? Yeah. I would say, first, there's probably a lot of those moments. I think one that stands out in my mind, it's not, not a great moment, but um, when I first became an ER nurse, I remember, and I remember this clearly, standing by a gentleman's bedside, the ED stretcher, and he had just rolled in and we were hooking him up to the monitor, and he reached out and grabbed my arm and looked at me in my eye and said, do not let me die, please don't let me die. Aww. And unfortunately, like within two to three minutes, he proceeded to go into cardiac arrest, and we did lose him. Mm. And mm. that that really mm. stuck with me. It really affected me tremendously. Yeah. So, 
what was your, um, you know, feeling after that? I failed, or um, this is going to be tough, or like what? I'm going to say it was all of those. Yeah. You do feel like you failed, uh-huh. you know, and, and we coded him for a long time. Uh-huh. He was only in his 50s. He was young, uh-huh. uh, but there was just, you know, there was nothing right. he could do. I do remember going outside the room and crying, uh-huh. and the team was there as support. The physician was there. It was tough for, you know, a new ER nurse, for me at least. Yeah, I mean, I and I I appreciate you sharing that because I think you know as nurses makes me cry now just to think about it. Well, and again, I you know I think a lot of us the things that we have to do as a part of being a nurse, they're not easy. Right. They're very challenging, and we're meeting many people at their most vulnerable states, and they are relying on us to to help them through whatever obstacle they have, and and oftentimes. The, despite all of our measures that we were not able to do anything and, th- and there's a lot of emotion that's involved in that and to you know do that it reminds me of the you know the quote that um, you know we did in C3 it's to think that you could walk through water without getting wet I mean the fact that you can do these things you know with all this emotion involved in it for team members or for patients and families without having it impact you in some way is is just crazy to think that and so I appreciate you sharing that because I think there's lots of new nurses that coming into the the, the profession and um, you know to hear that and to, to know that it's I, normal to yeah. have that yeah, yeah. And, and you have you, to work through it correct and then you go home and to your family and you know have to kind of put, right. put that aside or you have to so go take care of the there. next patient that's correct. there that's uh, right. it's laughing on to the next. and jolly and yeah, yeah. yeah. it's hard well, so you've been a nurse, you said, for 30-plus years. So thinking back, what, what advice would you give your younger self? Hmm, I guess I became a nurse. My nursing journey started with an associate degree, then to a BSN degree, and then master's degree. Now, looking back, I would probably go straight into a BSN degree mm-hmm. versus going through those steps. Well, that makes my heart sing. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't do that just for you, Daria. Very good. Good advice. Well, I appreciate you coming by, Kathy. I think we've learned a lot today, um, you know, about your, about you personally, about what it, what it means to be an emergency nurse. Um, And, um, you know, I think it's obviously very clear, you know, how important, um, you know, the role of emergency nurses and, and how smart um, knowledgeable they have to be in order to do their job, how creative they have to be with all of the ever-changing environment and certainly how resilient they are. So um, thank you to you for all that you do um, uh, and have done through your career. And thank you for what you do to support your team and for what your team does every day um, as that front door um, to the hospital um, and caring for our patients. Yep. Thank you. Thanks, Kathy. And so our um, bedside report, we've been interviewing some of our leaders. We've been learning about some different roles in nursing, and we're going to continue in that vein in nurse bedside report and understanding what some options nurses have, um, as well as some of the experiences that our nurses are having here at Novant Health. So you'll want to tune in to our next bedside report. Can't wait. Thank you for listening to Bedside Report. Be on the lookout for more episodes coming your way very soon. We look forward to having more interesting and exciting conversations to share with you.